0: Welcome to the Secret to My Success Show. Our guests will inspire, educate, and motivate our listeners who own a business or dream about being a business owner. Today's guests will share their stories and the secrets to their success. They have valuable insight with what they went through to start and grow their business. They will share the good, the bad, and the ugly. I promise it will be fun and valuable. Later in the show, former Major League Baseball player Luis Aliseo will be here talking to former celebrities and athletes about their transition from fame to being hands-on business owners. My name is Alan Bornstein. And I'm George Cruz. I'm kind of like the sidekick, but I'm better
1: looking, younger, and funnier than Alan. Anyways, Alan and I will be with you throughout today's show, getting insightful information. We believe you can learn from the successes and failures of today's guests. Each has unique and insightful experiences. This is the MBA program for those that graduated from the School of Hard Work and want to excel as business owners.
0: Hi, this is Alan. Secret to my success here with George on this wonderful hot Saturday morning. And we have decided to bring somebody in here to cool it off a little bit for us. We actually have Ryan Friedman from All Time Air. He owns an air conditioning company. That was a good segue, by the way. That's a great segue. So, we're going to talk to him about how he started his business, some of the fun things he has, some of the customers he hates. We're going to (laughs) talk and get down and dirty with Ryan about his business. So, Ryan, welcome. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Ryan. This is going to be a great interview. I'm excited. So, Ryan, let's hear it. Let's hear about your business. What do you do? How'd you get an air conditioning? To be honest with you?
2: No lie to me, we like it better. All right, I'd rather lie. So I seen an ad in the paper said, you want to make 100,000 a year. I'm in between things knowing that I'm mechanical, but also I got salesmanship. Sure, I want to make 100,000 a year. Worked for a company, started to realize I can do this. Started to realize I was one of the best every month. And then I said, you know what? Is the season. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be serious about it. So I did. I took off on my own. My wife is eight months pregnant. You know, um, her family's Colombian, so they're like, Brian, it's not the best time. Aleja's pregnant. And then my mom, who's Italian, you know, uh, Brian, you got enough responsibility. You really think this is the best time? Could you throw more stuff on your plate? So I was pretty... Trapped with my thoughts, didn't know which way to go. In my mind, I'm like, I thought I had this in the bag. I thought I was going to move forward. Now you are kind of making me second guess. All right, I got to call Pops. Dad, you got a second? He's rushing. Dad, you got a second? You got that. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I got a question for you. I know what your question is. You do? Yeah. So what do you think? He said, do it. I said, seriously? He said, yeah, if you can do it, do it. I said, Dad, I really needed that. Because I've been hearing the complete opposite. He said, well, let me tell you something before you step out on this ledge. You need to remember this. This is the best thing I can give you. You need to have good credit and be good for your word because we don't have money and nobody likes a liar. That's some great advice. And I rolled from there. I literally sold belongings, sold my personal truck, um, toys, got my first van, got it lettered, put stickers on it filled it invoices shirts on my last day of work for somebody the person who drove me back to my house actually drove me to the wrap shop where my van was getting wrapped oh man and he said you're going to work right now i said yeah he said you've been planning this the whole time i said yeah so from that day forward i started doing my own thing got to work and then it it just kept going and going and The real sad truth is, for the first five, maybe six years, that was the only vehicle I had. I mean, my wife had her own vehicle, but me, I had the van. So I would go to work or Publix or a party or a friend's house looking like Uncle Creepy in the work van. (laughs) But I had to do what I had to do, right? So, Isn't it true they called Uncle Creepy long before the work van?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Ryan, I want to talk about this. (laughs) You think about it this way. You started your own business, you did everything. You're doing sales, you're doing billing, you're doing installations, you're fixing the truck when it breaks, you're buying the tools. There's nothing that you didn't have to achieve on your own by yourself. Correct. And you started with a whole bunch of family members saying, you're crazy, don't do it. And what's really sad, we have so many people that come in here and they get the same advice from their family members, don't do it. And you had this father who actually Pulled you aside and said yes. Pushed you forward. My father was a social worker, and he pushed me all the time. Don't go work for somebody else. Do your own thing. Because he wished that he had the opportunity. So I think it's really phenomenal that your father put you in that direction.
2: He needed to. I really needed that,
0: to be honest. And I feel
1: like a lot of people need that because I think that's the biggest detriment to people starting their own businesses. It's just when they're actually feeling, hey, I I can maybe do this. They go and ask the people that are important to them and all of them say, mm, maybe it's not now is not the best time. Right. Maybe you shouldn't. It's a big risk. So you're you're one of those stories. You just
0: push through. Ryan, so I have this belief. I've been working for myself for a long time and it's called there's a fine line between dedication and stupidity. And as a business owner, we cross that line every day.
3: Mm. Every day. When we first
0: start, <laughs> we try and be everything for everyone. And I truly think that you reach a level of success when you get to pick and choose the clients and customers yes. that you want. How long did it take you to get to that point that you could pick and choose the jobs and the business that you wanted to take on?
2: It's a. It was a slow progression. I mean, I was waking up in the middle of the night, clearing my throat, going, la, 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 la. And I would say, All time air conditioning, how can we help you? Or All time air conditioning's emergency service, how can we help you? And I would take down their information to make it sound like I wasn't sleeping, to make it sound like this is a professional company. And I would hang up, and my wife would be sleeping. She'd say, You're crazy. But two in the morning, it's just what it took. So people think it's easy, but there really was a lot more behind it. It really took a lot to get to where i am today because i do know a few other people that started ac companies at the same time as i did and they are only at you know truck two or three and we're 11 years in at this point
0: how many trucks you have on the road 14 how many people you have working for you
2: um close to 20
0: nice it's an amazing growth story phenomenal it's a lot so let's hear about it, because we firmly believe that most of us learn from negative experiences as well. So tell us about the worst customer you ever had. What would you learn from them? And don't tell them me. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear know. about your worst
2: customer. So there are a few that stand out, but nothing's worse than someone who just continues to call for nonsense. It actually helped us structure our contracts differently to where it was a free service call during the week. And then we realized that there was people taking advantage of that. And so we altered our contract. Some people changed their contract price annually, like ten percent, five percent. We hadn't changed our contract price in nine years. It stayed the same. And then finally at nine years, you know, we're ten to twelve trucks in, it's like, okay. We have reached a point now where we can change this and if we don't get some of the customers because this one's cheaper, that one's better, not everybody is for us. And now we're starting to evolve to realizing not every job is worth our time. Not every customer is worth our time. We don't want everybody. We just want those that are looking for a good experience, a good person, a good job, and ultimately, not the cheapest, cheapest price because then you set yourself up for failure.
0: So, Ryan, I'm going to ask you a crazy question that we've never asked anybody. Rawr. Here we go. Go ahead. Any regrets in what you've done with your business?
2: Um, that was a good one. Can we get a break? No. Um, <laughs> I may need the to take only a regret I would say is not being able to spend enough time with my family, my daughter, and my wife. It's just been. You know a lot of work this isn't bankers hours and no. when people call for air conditioning it's not it's not a watch where the battery stop ticking these people are pissed and they're hot and they want you there in 10 minutes and it's you know it's a very um demanding industry so yeah i would say the biggest uh, regret is just not being able to put down the phone and take the hits on the chin where they're going to blast you online or, or tell their neighbors they don't want you. We've always tried to strive for greatness and that comes with a price.
0: How do you separate your business from everybody else in the world that advertises, promotes, sends flyers? How do
2: you get word out about how great your service is? We pick and choose and see what works. So we have all kinds of people. We have people that call and they, they always know me. You know, oh, I've talked to him in the, I've talked to him before. Um, He's already with us. You know, I just need to talk to him about his billing. I mean, they do anything to get through. And I've trained my staff to know that if you don't see them in the system, they're just a good salesman. Now, who's better, you or them? If you put them through, well, they're a better salesman than you are. And so when something doesn't work, we don't do it twice. We've done a lot of different types of advertising, and when it doesn't work, we got to remember not to do it again. And when something does work, well, add more to it. Exactly. Trial and error. Yeah, absolutely. Great.
0: George, so, any questions for Ryan? Uh, um, put it on the
1: spot. It's getting okay? hot in here. Well, it's hot, hot. So I think we're going to need to fix the AC. Uh-oh. See how I did that? See.
2: I've got such a good commercial I want to do and I haven't done it and no one's heard it. And I don't know if I want to do it in here because then maybe a lot of people will hear it. And if I don't trademark it or patent it, someone may try to steal someone it. Someone
0: might try to steal it. Uh. But
1: I
2: ain't scared.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you need to add some to that, but you don't have a mic. Sorry. Mike is micless.
2: Mike is micless. <laughs> Mike with no mic.
1: Well, I think that's all the time we have for now.
0: Ryan, we appreciate you being here. Is there anything you'd like to share with people out there about you, your business, that they need to know that maybe they wouldn't get in an advertisement or see on a newspaper? And how can they reach you as well?
2: Okay. Uh, It's easy. If you need service and you're hot and your air conditioner is broken or you want to get something done before it breaks, when you need service, dial it on your phone. 561-SERVICE. That's us. Anybody who is looking to be an entrepreneur just know it takes more work than you think depending on the type of business you're going for. Many people think they can do it, but at some point you got to factor in you could probably make just as much money, get benefits, get PTO, get insurance, and not have to wear that burden all the time or wear your camouflage, strap up, and know the first five years is going to be harder than anything you've ever done. And then other than that, I would say what they need to know about us is we try really hard. We are a family. Everybody in that building to me is a family member. I have done so much outside of the lines for my people than any of any other boss would. and Most of them, I would say any of them would agree that I've always done more than an average boss would because I give them the respect that they deserve, not only as an employee, but as somebody, as a family member, I see them more than I see my family. So I try to, I try to do the most I can for the team and just know that when we're out in the field doing what we do, we are trying the best we can. Can you please everybody? No, but sometimes you got to know that there's other companies you can try. If you don't like our service, there's so many others out there that will show you, you made a mistake, and you probably want to come back to us. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ryan, thanks for being here with us. We appreciate it.
0: Thanks for cooling the whole place off for us. Appreciate it.
3: Point and Beach. We love you. Speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888 MyBlue8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888 MyBlue8 today.
4: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association
3: workgroup payroll. We love
4: small business. From one part-time employee to 300, we want to be your payroll partner. If you have questions about employment taxes, PPP forgiveness, or employee retention credits, we can help. Your business can be getting up to $5,000 per employee for 2020 and $7,000 per employee per quarter for 2021. Let's talk about how that works for your business. Call 561-953-2007. Would you rather get better service and pay less or less Service and pay far more. It really will take less than 10 minutes to save over 20% switching to workgroup payroll. We make switching easy. Get the service you deserve, the price you like. If you are using a large national payroll service, we want to help you. Call 561-953-2007. Starting a new business can be fun and exciting. My father taught me
0: the best way to do a great job is to have the right tools. You'll need a website, a dedicated email address, and a local Google presence to drive traffic. These are not nice to have, they are a must. Potential customers will search the internet for you. If you're not there, they'll only find your competitors. We offer the most cost-effective services to get you on the internet at super affordable prices. You concentrate on doing your business. Let us help you get more paying customers. We offer great pricing to get you profitable results. Let's talk about your business. Call me at 860 Five six five zero one four, or go to our
1: website at www.webmart50.com.
5: Hi, we're Landing Financial Group. If potential tax increases in the future have been a concern of yours and you haven't done any real tax planning, I urge you to go to planwithlanding.com and download our complimentary guide, Are You Paying Too Much Tax in Retirement? Or you can always call us at 561-229-0009. Again, that's planwithlanding.com. Landing Financial Group provides insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through a Wealth Management LLC.
0: Good morning. This is Alan with Secret to My Success. I'm here with George. I'm here with Lewis, and we actually have a special guest, Sharon Zilberman with Apple Insurance. Good morning, Sharon.
6: Hi, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. Thanks
7: for being in the show.
0: Thanks for being on today. Thank you for being here. So we've been talking to a lot of different business owners and we thought it was super critical that we speak to you about how to help them. One of the big fears that a lot of people have when they go into starting their own business is all the things that can go wrong. And a major fear is, how am I going to do my own business and have health insurance? It seems to be a big problem for them. So I want to get started with how do you help the average young middle-aged guy figure out what they can do for themselves and their families for health insurance?
6: Well, Alan, first of all, thank you so much. Um, I do believe health insurance, especially during the pandemic, has really taken front and center where before when people would open up their own businesses or they were self-employed they kind of put all of that on the back burner because they wanted to write out the odds but with the pandemic we found that people really care a lot more about their health insurance and their overall health because you can't run a business if you're not healthy so i think that what you're seeing and when you're talking to people, it really is a very relevant component right now. So to answer your question, the first thing that I always recommend is to speak to a trusted advisor. An advisor who is a licensed agent such as myself or any of my um, agents here at Apple Insurance and Financial because we will be able to help guide you. We'll be able to help look at it and say, hey, you are working for your employer. Um, you, it's, it's October. Maybe you continue with COBRA through the end of the year and start over in January. Or we may be able to look at it and really evaluate if your COBRA was the correct um, option for you or should you look at possibly purchasing something on the individual marketplace and then of course once you have a group of employees and your company is taking off we could certainly talk to them about group health insurance so just a couple of level sets for everybody the first thing that people need to know is that when you change your job that is considered a special enrollment you don't have to um, wait a specific period of time to go ahead and get enrolled in um, health insurance. And what I find, Ellen, which is really interesting, is that your insurance agent actually becomes that person who knows your plan even before sometimes your employer knows or before you have really made an announcement that you are going to leave your job and start um, start your own business. So. By checking all of that information out prior to you leaving your job, we can help direct you to the right kinds of questions to ask and in that evaluation. So that is, you know, that would be step one, to speak with somebody. Step two really would be to evaluate your COBRA options and to look and see if there are any other options that may indeed indeed be less. And that's really going to depend on, you know, each person's individual um, circumstances and the age of somebody. You know, one other thing that we've seen in this pandemic is so many people who lost their jobs. So many people lost their jobs and some people took that that it was a complete loss of their job and other people took it as a real opportunity to go live their dreams. And to go ahead and start a new business. The number of new businesses that have started over the course of the pandemic is really unbelievable. Sharon, when when we look at that,
0: I'm a dinosaur. Years and years ago, when I belonged to a chamber of commerce, they used to have chamber insurance plans. So they actually would offer you two plans. That was it. Buy one, buy the other. That was it. And they made it pretty simple.
7: So, Sharon, this is Louise. How do you simplify that, and how do you get the people that are confused? How can, you, how can you help them?
6: You know, Louise, that's an excellent question, and the best way to answer it is one size does not fit all. So the only way to really simplify it is to actually sit down, have a conversation, whether that's in person or on the phone, and really evaluate what is the best choice for yourself. You know, I could sit here and list for you five different options, but until I've actually spoken with you and understood what you're trying to achieve, then I could help guide you to it. Mm. There's a solution for every situation. situation, But the situation for you, Luis, might be different than the situation for Alan. Yeah,
7: that kind of answer my next question because my next question was going to be about uh, people are afraid or have a fear or... They don't have. They're not educated enough on, you know, on changing a plan or, you know, uh, I'm I'm am very comfortable with where I'm at. I don't want to make a change. How do you educate that person? Which you just answer the question.
6: Right. I think it's just listening to their needs. Um, you know, I was in human resources for a long time before I was um, an insurance agent. And one of the things that I would say to people over and over again is that each job is different. And you have to measure what you're looking for out of that job to determine if you're going, you know, if that's the right move for you. And we do exactly the same thing. We lay it out. A lot of times I'll sit down with somebody and just open up a piece of paper and list five different choices, and go through every single option with them. Our goal is to do all of that before you make a decision so that you're making an informed decision.
0: Sharon, we have some folks that are a little bit older. It's kind of amazing now at this point that you've got guys that are 60, 65, that are starting their own business. So if they're on Medicare, what options do you have for them to increase their coverage as part of your program?
6: Excellent. Um, Again, Alan, it's something, it's not gonna be a one size fits all, but there's one thing that if you have any viewers out there who are 65 or older, who just left their job, most of those people were receiving employee health benefits from their jobs. There's one really important thing that I would like your viewers to know. If you are 65 and you have left your job recently and before you are not taking Medicare, you only have a short period of time to go ahead and enroll into Medicare. So you really need to move quickly when you leave your job and then once you've left your job and you enroll in Medicare then we would sit down with you and go over all of your different options and what you're able to do and what you're not able to do during that time. But if a listener out there has recently left their job, please reach out to us because it's really important that you enroll in Medicare when you can. Otherwise, you'll only be able to enroll in it at certain times of the year.
0: Sharon, what advice would you give to anybody who's gonna go out, start on their own, setting up a business, and they've got this burden ahead of them. It seems like a mountain, and one of the big pieces on the mountain is their health insurance.
6: What would you say? You know to what? You? I would say that is gonna be the easiest one for you to cross off your worry list, because this is what we do day in and out. So honestly, what I would say is stop and call us at 888-MY-BLUE-8. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Say that you heard us on the radio and we will get you to an agent that can do all of the due diligence so that you can cross that worry right off your list.
0: Sharon, thank you so much for being here. A lot of valuable information. People are just freaking out on how they're gonna have to deal with this kind of thing when they're going out on their own and this show is about helping people that are either in business are about to be in business, to help them overcome their obstacles. We appreciate you being here today.
7: Thanks, Sharon. It was awesome, and i uh, looking forward to it.
0: Thank you so much, Sharon.
1: It was wonderful having you on.
6: Thank you for having me, and we look forward to speaking to you during the general open enrollment season coming up in October. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
4: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association your workers comp specialist no money down workers comp pay for your coverage as you use it non-compliant workers comp fines from the state of florida start at one thousand dollars when you get caught they will find you when you have questions and need help wgp insurance services will answer your call getting the right coverage can save you thousands of dollars a year call 561-953-2007
5: if rising taxes against your retirement has been a concern of yours, you're not alone. We're Landing Financial Group. I urge you to go and download our complimentary guide. Are you paying too much tax in retirement? At planwithlanding.com. Or you can call us at 561-229-0009. That's planwithlanding.com. Landing Financial Group provides insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through A Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Good morning, this is Alan with Secret to My Success with George and Louie. Say hi, Louie. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you, George? I'm Doing great. I'm doing great. We have a great guest today. We do. We have Santos Serrano. Did I butcher your name, Santos? You got it right. Santos Serrano. We were just talking Serrano and it reminded us of Major League Baseball. I don't like hitting curveballs, man. Right. And I think he prayed to Joe Boo. You yeah, buy, hopefully it's
8: not the Serrano
0: Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us at this ungodly Saturday morning hour. We appreciate you being here. So tell me, where are you from?
8: I'm originally from uh, the state New Jersey, and uh, I live right now in TK, South Carolina. you've Been here 14 years.
7: So you're a Puerto Rican background?
8: Puerto Rican all the way, yeah.
7: From Carolina?
8: Actually, my father's my out of Sebo.
7: Hmm because I know a lot of Serranos from the Carolina area. I have a friend last name <laughs> Serrano as well.
0: Yeah. It's a popular name in the
8: Spanish world.
0: So let's get started. Tell me about you. What made you move from New York or from New Jersey? You're a Jersey boy. Let's get it right. You're a Jersey,
8: yeah, Jersey boy. Or, yeah, What a Jersey New York boy because um, I got family in New York also. So anyway, the reason why I moved down to South Carolina is uh, job opportunities. Uh, my job was... Uh, Pretty much at a dead end at one point so it was time for a change i had a friend of ours that moved from jersey to uh, south carolina i looked at the area he showed me the round it's beautiful my wife loved it and, and so we decided to uh do a double interview here me and my wife so we came one day we did our interviews and as i was dropping off my wife waiting in the parking lot i got a call back from one of the jobs and wanted me to uh take a drug test and then when she came out of her interview, they wanted to hire her right on the spot. So that was plan A.
0: Hold on. We just just one second. So, hold on just one second. The so case. they knew that your wife wasn't doing drugs, and they offered her the job, and you, they offered you a drug test.
7: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: We know you studied for that. It
7: must be a stereotypical yeah. thing for uh, Ricans, right?
8: Yeah, well, I was determined to uh, get this job. So I was t- determined for change. So I put it all out there. So you so stopped that, doing drugs
0: how many days before your interview?
8: Thank goodness I never loved that. I never loved, I never touched drugs at all. I don't even take aspirin.
0: Awesome. Good for you. So continue the story as we so rudely interrupt.
8: Not a problem, not a problem. So, so uh, me and my wife talked. We didn't know what to do at that point because at the time it was 07. That was a, the housing market was going crazy and uh, we didn't put the house on for the market. So we decided I move in first and she'll sell the house. And it took a couple of months till the house sold. And then we finally settled down to South Carolina. Nice. It was the best best move I made in 14 years. I never regret it every day. Nice sunshine. You got four seasons of weather here. People are nice. Uh, it's just a different environment over here. So I never re- never look back and never regret it.
0: The business that you were in that you went down there for is different from what you're doing cur- currently?
8: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I went down for uh, manufacturing, uh, warehouse manufacturing. I've been doing that all my life. Been doing it in Jersey for 18 years. I did it here for five years. and Then I had the opportunity to purchase a route, a bread route. So I did that. I'm currently doing that as we speak and my side business as a uh, understar uh cinema
7: cinema huh interesting what's what? the name of that again mm-hmm.
1: what's the name of your under cinema? The star, under the star cinema
0: so tell us about that
1: how did you get started with that
8: all right we start i started it uh during the pandemic in august of last year uh we had my sister-in-law came over from florida right at the beginning of the pandemic and uh when she got here and pandemic was going crazy, we couldn't do anything. So we decided, all right, let's borrow a projector and the screen and uh, speakers from the church because we have an old in-service church. So we watched movies in the backyard every evening. It was beautiful. Put a little, little fire pit on, we just enjoying our company. We was outside most of the time. And, uh, you know, at that time you couldn't do anything. Uh, it was all social distance. You couldn't go out to the park, couldn't do anything. So we watched so many movies, and then uh, when they left, um, an idea came down to our head. I just talked to my wife. Wouldn't it be nice if we had drive ins all over again? Because it's social distance. And at the same time, you could be in your car, you'd be away from everybody, and it would just, yeah, still have a good time and, and enjoy your, your friends and family in the car or next to you enjoying a movie. So that's when the idea popped in my head. Why not purchase some equipment and bring the movies to people? So, so,
7: so this my is kind of is bringing the movies to you. So this is kind of like a driving concept.
8: This is a, not only we we don't only do drive-ins. We we also provide movies in your backyard. So the concept is bringing the movies to you in your backyard or in the church parking lot if you want to do a drive-in, and or a community, or we do dive-ins as well. So we put the screen next to the pool, and people
1: go swimming and watch a movie in the evening. And uh, when we talked over the phone, Santos, you said uh, you you don't only do it over there, right? You travel, and you do it in other locations as well.
8: So far, we've been doing it in North and South Carolina, but we had two events outside the state. So we had one event in uh, Florida, which I have in-laws that live over there, and we did another event in uh, Georgia, which my daughter goes to camp.
7: So, so run me through. So so, so run me through this scenario. You, I, I want to have a party at my house, and I want to have a movie. What, what equipment do you bring?
8: I bring the screen. I bring the projector. I bring the speakers. You guys pick whatever movies you want to watch, or or live stream, or sporting events, anything like that. And we'll we'll set it up for you guys. We break it down as well. We play movies. I mean, uh, music before the movie starts. Whatever. Under our uh, music, you guys want to hear we play it until the movie starts. And at the same time, as the music is playing, we also run ads. There's a small business here that pay us to put ads on the big screen.
7: What something like that would cost?
8: Yeah, what something like that would cost, we got two packages. We got a six-month and a a one year. Oh, so it's subscription. uh, Yes, yes.
0: So somebody will buy six months, and what do they get? Six, six events at the house once, once a month?
8: No, what well, we do, all our events, we, all our events, we show that, which we do a lot of events. We put it on social media, we blast them on uh, our social media as well, and we blast it in all local areas that we're at. So that way they get more exposure. As they get exposure, they get calls, and so on and so on. So far, we've been getting a lot of inquiries on uh, ads because we just had a big event in uh, in my town and it was a public event and a lot of people came out and now, forget it, now it's like everybody's like, alright, can we do this in the backyard? Can uh, I put in the ads? Can I uh, uh, advertise my company? Yes, we can do all that.
0: When do you anticipate making the move from going from a part time business to being a full time blossoming business.
8: Yeah, that'd be nice. That's uh, that's that's my goal. I've been working hard at it, me and my wife, uh so we hopefully in another year that, that goal would be fulfilled. I mean we've been doing a lot of work on social media. We just got a new website up and running and uh and just a lot of words of mouth. Not only in North and South Carolina but also in Jersey and Florida because we have family all over there. So I'm spreading the news, and it's uh, it's gaining some traction. So a lot of par- a lot of people start inquiring. I mean, I get calls from uh, Illinois. I get calls from Michigan. We're not at that point yet. I wish I was. I would love to go to those different states, but we're getting there. We're we're trying. We're pushing hard, and uh, and uh, we'll see. We'll see in the future. Hopefully, it's nearer than I think.
1: So Santos. So what I really like about this um, interview that we're having right now is you're actually a very special case. We've never had someone who, A, is a cinema um, owner themselves, but also you're relatively new. You're a really fresh company starting this um, to the point where you're even saying that eventually you want to make this your full-time gig. What challenges have you been faced with so far as as a young business?
8: The challenges I'm facing now, or oh, I'm working two jobs, right? I'm doing the part-time, which is uh, under the start center, and my r- normal job. That's the challenge there. To uh, divide the time equally and, and promote my business as much as possible. That's late nights, early mornings, you know, and uh, that's tough. That's the challenge right there, is to grow that business in a way that I don't have to work my full-time job anymore. And that's my goal. That is my goal. I mean, that that's a... That's, I guess, that's uh, everybody's goal as an entrepreneur is to support yourself and your family and the community that you live in. Hopefully, I, I you know, hire a couple more guys. I do have one or two guys to help me out here and there, but I want to be consistent. Um, so that's that's my goal,
0: Santos. Speaking of time, and I know you've been rushing around doing a full time job, a part time business. We're out of time. We appreciate you being here today and telling us a little bit about what you're doing and how you're doing it and how you're making a difference and making safe parties for people outside. We appreciate that. Once again, thank, thank you, you for being here.
7: Santos, thanks thank
0: so much. You, sir.
1: Thank you, so much for being on air with us.
8: Thank you. I appreciate both all you guys helping me out here, and uh, I hope to get to see you guys one day.
0: Beautiful. We'll have a party at my house. Bring <laughs> yes, your screen. that will be nice. that
8: will be nice. I'll bring it. Right. <laughs> thank you, sir.
4: WGP Insurance Services. Most people don't know. When your workers' comp coverage is canceled or lapses, your insurance carrier notifies the state of Florida you have no coverage. They make it really easy for the state to find you. The state will find you too. Please make sure you are covered. Fine start at 1000 dollars They have the right to order you to show your bank statements and all related documents. It is cheaper and easier to get the most affordable coverage with no money down. Call 561 953
3: Speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888 my 8 Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888 my 8 today.
4: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. When you're a business owner, accounts receivable is full of headaches. Well, your wish for relief from all those headaches has come true. And it's Biller Genie. Biller Genie integrates with your accounting software. You can use your current payment processor, create an invoice in your accounting software just like you always have, and the Genie does the rest. Companies using Biller Genie see a 40% reduction in overdue invoices. You'll get paid faster and busy work is eliminated. Call Biller Genie now. 877-245-5374 or visit billergenie.com.
5: If rising taxes against your retirement has been a concern of yours, you're not alone. We're Landing Financial Group. I urge you to go and download our complimentary guide. Are you paying too much tax in retirement at planwithlanding.com? Or you can call us at 561-229-0009. That's planwithlanding.com. Landing Financial Group provides insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through A Wealth Management, LLC. Oh, no
0: Thank you for joining Secret to My Success. We're going to be taking attendance this morning, so all of you listening, please raise your hand. Now we're just kidding. So, my name's Alan Bornstein. I am here with George and Luis Alisea for Secret to My Success. George, say hello. Hello. Thank you. That's all we need, <laughs> Louie, You have a very special guest with us today, gentleman that you used to play baseball with, correct? Correct. Uh, Tom was uh,
7: one of those guys that uh, in the team he was a leader. Uh, he was obviously he was a catcher. He played for 13 years in the big leagues, all we one organization with the Cardinal, which adds us a lot. Tom mm-hmm. has a last name though. Tom Pagnazzi. Tom, Tom Pagnazzi. Yes. I was gonna get to that. <laughs> <Alex>. But um <laughs> Yeah, no. Tom was one of those guys. I mean, I was a young guy coming in. He was already established uh, catcher in the big leagues, and you know he was he was a leader, one of the leaders on the team. And those days was a lot of fun. But uh, let's get back to business. What we're here for. And uh, Tom, I know that um, baseball. You know, you ha- you were very dedicated. Uh, obviously, you you knew how to to handle the pitching staff. Now that you are in business, and I hear you have a successful business. So we want to know how much does that influence you to jump into this new career that you did after that many years in baseball? How, how did I help you?
9: Well, I, I think what helps is, one, one being a leader. Two, work ethic. Uh, you know, there's one thing that sports will teach you, and, and and that is tremendous work ethic, especially to reach the top of the mountain. Um, you have to be driven. You know, certain guys got certain ability that are just God-given. A lot of us, when we have... Ability, it, it's what we get out of our ability to make us have success. And I've taken that over to the workforce. You know, again, managing a pitching staff and, and, and leading is the same thing as leading my workers, my employees on um, what are we doing right, what are we doing wrong, um, recovering from our mistakes. Because, you know, we're going to make mistakes. Mistakes are made all the time. I, you know, I have a saying, it's how quickly you recover from your mistakes. You sit there and pout about it. Next thing you know, you're old for forty. If you pout about it, if you if you get after it and figure it out, you know you'll
0: have success. Tom, when did you leave Major League Baseball?
9: Uh, I retired after the '98 season, 1998 season.
0: And from '98, I was on, back
9: every year. That was watching Maguire and Sosa. It was a lot of fun.
0: Oh, excellent. I'm sorry we missed that. I'm a Red Sox fan. Sorry. You always yeah, have Red to throw Shops that in. They <laughs> weren't very, good, <laughs> they then, weren't very so. good then. No, they were awful. Anyway. <laughs> so nineteen ninety eight, you leave M L B, you're watching a bunch of stuff going on, really cool stuff, exciting in baseball. How did you get from there to being the owner of a silk screen printing shop?
9: Well, it it it's it's kind of a you know, it took ten years to get there. Um first when I retired I, I went back to Arizona where I'm from and basically did nothing for three years besides uh try to drink myself to death, uh, to be honest. You know, I mean, it was, you know, playing golf and, and drinking every day and, and, you know, I had to make a decision to, to change. Um and then in two thousand three I got the opportunity to to come coach at the University of Arkansas. Um so I I, I, I did that. Uh did two years, two thousand three, two thousand four, promised uh the guy that got the job that I'd help rebuild the program and uh I went to the World Series my second year. Myself and the NCAA, we're not going to see eye-to-eye the way things are done. Um, I'm about the kids, the NCAs, about how they can punish the kids, in my opinion. You know, they talk about student-athletes. They do a lot of stuff that isn't about the student athlete. They're getting better, trust me, you know, with, with the things that are going on today. But, um, you know, I just didn't I, – I enjoyed the kids and the college aspect. Um Love that. It was the rules and the time, you know, being there at 6 in the morning and and getting home at 6 o'clock and and getting on the phone to to, to recruit, uh, you know, a 17-, 18-year-old kid. Uh, It took a lot of time, and I had small kids at that time, and and I I just chose to go back to retirement. And then how the silk screen business started, one of the guys I coached approached me um, on a venture, It's called Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue. It's a big motorcycle rally, fourth largest, largest for profit, I mean, non-profit. Um, He's an incredible artist. He played in the minor leagues uh, with the Cates and the Rangers. Um, He asked me to back him, you know, um, so I did. We became partners, and, you know, just for the rally, well, we turned it into a full-time business. We learned how to do everything from the, the printing all the way up and uh, we, we've been at it since you know, basically, uh, 2005, 2006, full time. What,
0: what are your biggest challenges? That's exactly what I was going to ask. Stop that, yeah. Louis. It's your question. Yeah. Hold on, Louis. Do it. Big Pags'
7: biggest challenges
0: right now is supplies. I mean,
9: with what's going on in the world with this pandemic, is we sell T-shirts and we're having troubles getting T-shirts um, from all over the world. You know, um, they're, they're stuck in ports. They're um, but, you know, like always, I, I think anybody can say their biggest challenge on a day-to-day is keeping your, your employees focused and, and motivated. Um, you know, we do a lot of team building. We go out and do a lot of things. You know, go to tough golf, uh, go floating. We're always trying to do something to keep the, to keep the morale going, um, you know, from that standpoint. We buy, I buy them lunch every day. I feed, you know, we have a lot of college kids. We feed them every day. Um, you know, just things like that to make it easy for them to appreciate. Because they could go somewhere else; they mm. can do the same thing somewhere else. It's how do we retain? Yeah. We we've never really had anybody leave, except for when, when they graduate or or they move on to a different career. You know, from from that standpoint. All
7: right, Pax. How many employees do you uh, currently have? We, we
9: I have uh, about twenty five full times. And about
7: fifteen part times. Wow! Nice. That's quite a few people. You got a baseball team there, bro?
9: Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And you know, uh, I, I got a bunch of former baseball players. Um, you know, my partner Clint Brandon was a was a minor leaguer. Trey Killian, uh, who pitched at Arkansas, played with the Colorado Rockies in the minor leagues. Um, you know, we've had we've had others in here.
0: Tom, tell us about the worst client you've ever had. How'd you deal with them? What'd you learn from it?
9: Well, you know, I always take the high road. Um, I, I don't say we've ever really had a worse client. Um, I think the hardest clients to deal with is when we were doing the fraternity, shawardi business, oh, man. trying to get, unbelievable, try to get three 18-year-old girls to tell you what red looks like.
1: <laughs>
9: <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, people laugh when they when, when that question is asked. Try to get them to decide on something together is nearly impossible. Wow. You know, they'll come in and they've picked out a color. They leave. One of the girls will call. Hey, we really don't like that. Wait, wait, hang on. Is it we or you? And you've got to kind of learn to play through that. It's Maybe they're
7: colorblind.
9: <laughs> well, I said that at the beginning, too, because if you remember Jimmy Lindemann, Louie. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Lindemann was colorblind. Hey, he Mr. Was colorblind.
7: Mr. Buck was colorblind. Yeah you remember exactly. how he used to dress?
9: Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's crazy.
7: Yeah.
0: If there's anything you could change about your business, what would it be?
9: Boy, um, on a day-to-day right now, I would say supplies. It's it's having to forecast what we're going to be able to get and what we can't get. Um, and, and we do uh, some large printing for two other companies. Uh, two other brands, one called Natureback, um, and and they are they are tremendously successful, trying to keep their colors in stock. Um, in fact, the one of the warehouse people were here from the large company that we buy from. And they said you got more comfort colors than we have because I I I was alerted to the issues down the road, which they say is going to go through the end of twenty
5: two
9: mm. um, in this industry. So I spent a lot of money buying product that. That I'm not going to be print on for four or five months, but I know I have the product.
7: Pax, I got a couple questions. Are you able to ship anywhere in the country, and what's the name of your, your business?
9: Well, our business is it's two different companies. Southern Trend is our brand, it's, it's the pig, um, and we do ship all over the country. You can go to SouthernTrend.com, and then our printing company is called Three Dogs because we couldn't figure out uh, a name. There were three guys that first started it in the bar having a drink trying to come up with a name and i looked at us and said hey we're all dogs that's that, that name stuck um uh, so but but southern trun is where you can find our product
0: what separates you from everybody else that's in your industry that you think is your value proposition
9: i, I think our work ethic um from the owner side to the employee side you know there, there's days where we'll print 14 16 hours and, and it's the same guys um because they know there's a deadline um but we also reward them very well for it so you know we take care of a lot of things for them um so that when we do need something it's not hard to ask they a lot of times they come to me and say hey i know we got a bunch going i'll, I'll work on saturday or i'll work on sunday um i i think that's the best thing that we have is is our main guys that work full time with us understand our business, and we pay more than anybody else in the area for what they do. It's, it's because they deserve it. and They work harder, and they understand that.
0: Well, Tom, we want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy Saturday morning to speak with us and tell us all about your business. And uh, I, so, let, I appreciate, you guys, and but, good luck. But, to you, but before to you leave, leave I, I got to ask you. I know yeah. you played with Louis. Give us some embarrassing, stupid thing he did when you played with him. Come on, give yeah, us some.
7: He has some of those. Come on, just tell us one,
0: Tom. Uh, is, is this going to be on the air? Of course it is. Let me hear it. <laughs> oh, my God.
9: <laughs> I don't have them then.
0: <laughs> okay. Win, Thank win, you, brother. Nudge, nudge. It's not on the air. <laughs> Let me hear one thing, Tom. No, 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 no. Louis l- 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 and I go
9: way back. You know, he was, he was a good friend, you know, Um we had a lot of respect for each other. You know, I went down to Puerto Rico and played winter ball. So um, I think the relationship that we had prior to even, you know, he even knew who I was before he became a Cardinal. And then when he became a Cardinal, you know, at one point we had the same age. And, you know, we were friends and, and on and off the field. And, you know, Louis was a, was a, a good player, did a lot of right things. Um, I'm not going to say we all did the correct things all the time on and off the field but you know what you <laughs> tend to play every day you tend to play hard and that's all you can ask for
0: tom i'm gonna have to call you offline i'd like to hear about some, some of the incorrect things <laughs> that louie did but yes we'll we'll have to talk okay all right. you
7: got thanks thanks so much for being here and uh for helping us out you know it's i hope uh we well we'll see you again soon in uh, one of the fantasy camps you bet you soon see you florida thanks. thanks
2: thank you
4: Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success on Legends 100.3. Tune in next week for more from Alan, George, Lewis, and their spectacular guests. Find the secret to your success.